Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Shift. I'm Dez. I'm Katie. Welcome back. <laughs> we didn't. I'm Des. <laughs> we didn't prepare. We didn't prepare that. But I, I, I was actually just curious. Would you pick up on the on the on the cadence of that? <laughs> so uh, no, no. You, I, it was it was great. I don't. Oh, okay, I, good. For, when you said when you pick up the cadence, I thought I had understood. But then I was like, wait, is he slagging my voice? <laughs> no, no, no. I was. What I was saying was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I got it right the first time. But then you confused you, me when you said that. <laughs> no, I was wondering, would you would you follow along? And you did, because at yeah, the yeah. end of the day, I didn't say, "Hey, we're going to do this cheesy opening," uh, and then because I was like, "I'm Des," and you were like, "I'm Katie," and it was perfect. That's what I that's that's what I wanted. But, yeah. uh, but then I was like, "Wait, do I always do that?" I got so confused. I'm too. I have um pandemic brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you don't don't be paranoid. It was it was a, it was a fun opening. So uh, anyway, uh, we got a great episode coming up with Mike Cannon. Uh, a friend of ours and a friend of the podcast he was on before uh, last summer. And uh, the theme uh, of the episode is uh, he's he's uh, quarantining with his wife and a newborn child, eight and a half month old child. Myself and Katie are kind of like living, living the single life. So we were going to kind of compare and contrast the two different types of, uh, of uh, quarantines. But it didn't really work out that way, Katie, did it? No, it was great. It was just a fun chat. Mike's hilarious. He's, pr- he's brilliant. Yeah, so it's a really funny app, and uh, we talk a bit about what I just said, but we also we talk a lot about. Well, you'll you'll see, but it's quite dirty chats about about masturbation, and 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 it really is good crack. But before we get into that, uh, Katie, you've got the Patreon going. You want to talk a bit about the Patreon? Yeah, so the Patreon is just uh, the Shift Podcast because there was already quite a few of the shifts. So the Shift Podcast, and we're going to put up the videos from this and yeah, just subscribe. It like will charge you straight away and then monthly afterwards. So if you do subscribe, it, it is a monthly uh, uh, prescription. Subscription. 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 Comes from the same word as subscribe. Ooh, I am going to order a dictionary during this pandemic and learn all the words. And then we're going to be talking and I'm going to be like, I'm bolivient. <laughs> so just for the record, just to make it clear for our listeners, to make the Patreon more special, to make it worth your while to subscribe to the Patreon, uh, the videos of our episodes will be available on the Patreon. They will no longer be on YouTube. Uh, but you will be able to watch them if you subscribe to the Patreon to make it special. But our main focus for the Patreon is to help us get through these tough times. All the money will be going to Katie Boyle throughout this pandemic. And that's not, I'm, we don't mean that in a condescending way, but it's just Katie uh, was obviously had an income from her, her day job, which has been is completely gone, as well as the loss of income from gigs and stuff. So uh, to help her get through this, uh, we've started up the Patreon. How, how we continue with the Patreon afterwards is another story. But for now, during the pandemic, all the money will be going to Katie Boyle. So help Katie throughout this and uh, the Shift podcast will survive. Yeah, and only if you're rich. Only if you have enough. Not if you're rich. Yeah, don't only feel, if you don't have enough. Feel obligated. Yeah, don't no, no. Of course, don't feel obligated. But at the same time, yeah. you know, we're, we're we're putting in the effort now with the, with the videos and everything uh, to make it worth your while to to support the Patreon. And listen, Katie, most podcasts have a Patreon, so you don't need to feel bad. Okay, good. Yeah, it's so funny. Like, it's such an Irish thing to be like. Like you could ha- you could be like working all day for 20 hours and you'd be like, just give me $10. Just give me 10 euros. I'll be fine. You know? And then you're like starving on the street. Um, well, I also so. wasn't, I wasn't, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy to say that the money's going to you because the majority of the day I'm posting pictures from my 
cocooned life in the Hamptons. So <laughs> I think I just way more. Oh my God, that's so funny because it's like, it's so nice because Tori does that as well. Like she'll give me all of her secondhand like designer clothes and she's like, I'm helping an immigrant. I'm like, oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, I am a white immigrant though. So <laughs> maybe, maybe help other people too. <laughs> uh, yeah, but anyway, so that's, uh, that's good. That's a good reason to subscribe to the Patreon. So um uh, I'm, I'm well done to Katie for uh, for 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 taking the initiative on on, on the Patreon because uh, it would... took me weeks to learn how to set it up. I had a mental breakdown trying to set it up because there's a header you have to put, and no matter what I did, no matter what way I resized, I emailed them. They couldn't help me, and then finally I just called Tori and got her to do it because I was like, I just can't. And she's so IT. She did it in ten minutes. I was like, okay, well, that's good. And we're all getting better at the IT. And as a as a bonus for that IT, you can watch the video on Patreon. But for now. Let's uh, let's jump over and uh, invite invite Mike Cannon into our call, and uh, this is a great episode. Enjoy, and we'll chat to you guys after the app. Say all that funny stuff again about his pink. No, uh, no, my- <laughs> yeah, we'll just we'll just admit to the listeners. We'll just admit to the listeners and watchers that we had we had a, we had a problem. Mike dropped out on us, and it was just as well because I realized then that I wasn't actually recording. I was too. We, you know what happened? We were we were talking about so much recording stuff. I got too excited and I forgot to press. Record. Uh, I'm I'm right there with you. Also, there's so many goddamn moving parts with like the you know the the computer, the the Zoom. Then you got to sync it up later. Who does? Do you guys each do your own production? Also. Well, Des does basically. Yeah, for for the, for this stuff, I've I've been doing it, but you know that's partially because like the the technology keeps changing, and I I, I actually just got a little bit obsessed with it. It's not because I, it's not because Katie doesn't want to do it, or Katie's been lazy or anything. It's actually just like I've just become a little bit obsessed with it. Of yeah, course. I always I always ask, and he's like, "No, I got it." I'm like, okay, <laughs> I think I've rec- I think I've edited like four. <laughs> I, I'm a control freak with a lot of that shit too, because once I figure it out, it's easier for me to do it than it is for me to explain it. I'm not. Yeah, it, on, on, honestly, bro, the next sentence out of my mouth was going to be, "I'm also a control freak." Like, right, right. I, I. It's not that I don't trust Katie, but just in my mind, I think uh, I just I, I want to be the one. To, to cut out that bit that I didn't like or right, leave right. in that bit that she might have cut. You know what I mean? Well, and it's, exactly. it's... And that's easier. I prefer that. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. Because if I, when I do it, I'm calling him going, should I keep this bit in? And he's like, oh, yeah, I might as well keep it. <laughs> okay. Well, let me admit that part too. The, the main reason is because when I don't do it, I end up doing it anyway because I'm on the fucking phone with Katie doing it with her. <laughs> I'm like, is this funny? Is this funny? <laughs> so well, Mike, all- before we, what's that? I, I, it's just funny because like just to go back like I think it's Einstein's quote where he's like you only have a full understanding of something if you could actually teach it to a fifth grader or something like that and it's so obvious how little I I thoroughly understand by my inability to teach somebody something so that's why I'm like all right I figured this out there's no way I could share what's going on in my brain with another person so I might as well just do it I also get afraid because I have my I have my weird methods. Like somebody asked me something recently. Oh, John Bishop, the British comedian, asked me how I did the subtitles on my uh, Instagram videos. Mm. So I was like explaining to him my method. But the more I explained it, the more I thought, I bet you there's a much easier way to do this. This is (laughs) quite embarrassing. If if John goes and like talks to somebody in the meantime and goes, Des has like six more steps to get what you just did in two steps. So sometimes I feel like I just want to keep my method to myself. Oh yeah, of course. I have like a 10-year-old computer. So people are asking me how I do it and I have to upload it to like 16 different sharing sites and pull it onto other machines and do all this other extraneous crap. And people are like, all right, I'm going to, I'm just going to buy a new computer. Yeah. So anyway, Mike, right when we got cut off, I was asking you, so you decided to leave the city, which you said, and yeah. you have the kids. So I was asking you if you were consoled by the fact that, you know, it, it turns out that COVID's really not that much of a problem for children, or do you still practice extreme caution? I mean, I think it's it's a little bit of both, right? Like at first it's like, oh, okay, good. So it's 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 only killing older people. <laughs> That's, you know, <laughs> well, wow, what a relief. But, you know, it is one of those things where, you know, our pediatrician called us. They tried to assuage us of any uh, of any doubts or nerves or anything like that. But still, it's such a new 
virus that there's no, you know, I just feel like anything can change overnight. And obviously things were happening so rapidly at first that it was tough to keep track and especially of what was true, what wasn't. So I've just been like, you know, I've been carrying my son in a plastic garbage bag for this entire time. (laughs) Where are you exactly? I'm in Rockland County, so it's like 19 miles outside of Manhattan, but it's, you know, spacious, which is hilarious because this is also the second hotspot for New York. It's like I left my area where there's, you know, plenty of Hasids, and then this area has a million Hasids, and it's just the hot zone of, of fucking New York. It's insane. You look like you're in like a museum or something. I know, so right? Fancy the candles, this like painting L- on the background. She's naked. Lady. I know a little like, bit of culture, house. a little bit of culture right behind me. I also, and then you have your like your hoodie on, which makes you look like <laughs> like you're like high all the time. I know. Beautiful art. Yeah, my hoodie and my bleach blonde hair that I, you know, I I started dyeing my hair on like day two and a half. I lost my mind pretty quickly, and uh, was just in you know that comic mentality of like we get to go up every single night and kind of get our fix of attention and then i'm bouncing around this fucking upstate palatial estate with my wife and her family and i'm just like nobody's paying attention to me they all love my son more so you know of course i dyed my hair (laughs) wow so you really you you really jumped into it so not only are you because we we thought the theme for today's episode would be sort of like single people uh cocooning versus married people cocooning but you've done sure. the double bubble you've literally moved in with your wife you're in with the in-laws that's like a oh yeah it's like a comedy movie being written in real time <laughs> well it would be if i like if we had the normal relationship but we've known each other since we were 10 like this house i've been coming here since i was 10 years old it's oh, it, wow. it's it's so crazy to me like you know and now my kid is in the backyard and having a good time and it's like this kind of almost psychedelic circle of life type of thing where, uh, you know, now we're back here. We were here for his first month of life too, under similar situation where, you know, obviously there wasn't a pandemic happening, but he was a brand new baby and we didn't want to keep him cooped up in a two bedroom apartment in Brooklyn. So it was July. They have a pool. We just, you know, kind of kept him outside for a little bit. So do you, do you feel, cause I feel like partially, there's certain aspects of this for a child of your age. How, how old is your kid again, Mike? He's eight and a half months. Yeah, so I feel like when you have an eight and a half month old, even though this thing is horrific, there is kind of something nice about being able to just spend this much time with your child. Yeah, I mean, so if 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 he wasn't around, I don't know how I would be during this. Like, I think my wife and I would be probably having a, a more or a difficult time interpersonally. Like, you know, it, he's just like... He's Xanax. He's an upper. He's everything like, you know, anytime you're having a tough, tough day and I'm like thinking about my, you know, my career that used to be <laughs> that I'll just look at my kid and he'll just have this like look of wonderment. He's seeing the the world for the first time. He loves us so much. And it's like, all right, man, like it, it's cool. I'm just, you know, I'll, I'll just focus on what I can control, which is, you know, hanging out with this guy. I love that. Like, I didn't want to have kids before the pandemic. And now I'm like, oh, I want them for the next one so I can like, <laughs> give birth to my own friends. <laughs> yeah, just I mean, <laughs> just don't give birth during it. My my sister right now is currently in labor, which is crazy. So it, it, there was like a whole obviously there was like a lot of that crap with the with the hospital where they weren't letting in support partners. And then that got executive ordered. But then so the hospital she was going to go to after they said they were going to let support partners in, they said, okay, well, we're going to give you a COVID test. As soon as you're admitted, it takes eight hours to fulfill. If you give birth before that eight hours, we have to separate the child from you. If you test positive for COVID, then we might have to separate your child for two weeks. So you might not meet your fucking kid for two weeks. So my sister went and, you know, prepared to give birth at home. She had midwives, she had the whole pool, she had everything set up and she just labored for a little bit over a day and it took a little too long and there, you know, no, no serious complications. Everything's okay, but she had to get admitted to the hospital this morning. So she's, Oh my uh, God, that's yeah, pretty dramatic. She, I know, man, it's fucking, you know, this is, this is life. It's crazy. It doesn't stop. That's awful because they say like that it's really important, you know, for the mother and the kid to like have that bonding yeah of course yeah yeah and i think i think now they've since like 
I think it's it's gotten a bit more reasonable and they've figured out ways around it. That was that was like right when things like lockdown got announced, right when, you know, nobody could leave or it, hospitals were especially difficult to get into. And I don't even think the ship was here yet when they were <laughs> the, 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 the ship that has let six people in. But uh, <laughs> I don't you know, now it's, I think, a little bit looser or they're at least like, you know, feeling the human emotion of everybody and, you know, taking that step by step. Yeah, because I was going to say when Katie said like about having the kid is like having an eight and a half month old is perfect for this pandemic. Having an eight year old in school is a fucking nightmare, dude. I I, I don't know anything like uh, school school wise. All these parents that I talk to are like, yeah, I'm like uh, I'm like teaching math. I'm doing all this shit. And I'm like, fuck, I didn't even I forgot that that's part of my job eventually. <laughs> no, but it's exciting. It's exciting. You'll 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 start learning too. I went back and I was like in Ireland for a month, so I was helping my sister study for her leave insert, and I was like, oh yes, rocks! And right. you start getting because you're coming back like as an adult, where it's like you like to learn. Then right, so right. You'll, you'll be like, oh, two plus two equals four. There you go. Wow, this is so much fun. That's a great way to look at it. Actually, it could reinvigorate your thirst for knowledge. It could get you kind of maybe back on the path where I'm not. I'm not listening to podcasts and considering it reading. I'm actually searching out books. <laughs> well, when I think about when I hear all these homeschooling stories, I think that I would be so into some of it, but the math, man, like, yeah. like I feel like by fourth grade, my child will be better at me than at math. <laughs> oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, especially now with like, I, I for, what is it called the the type of math that they teach? It's a completely different way that they, they like the sequence of how they teach math and how they solve problems is completely different than how I oh common core now they're teaching common core math in public schools and it's like it's a hundred percent different than how I was taught so I I wouldn't even know where to begin oh my god I so I so would not know where to begin. <laughs> yeah like once once I it know, got yeah once it got past like the 12 times 12 you know, I'm right. maxed out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, 124? I don't know. <laughs> 144, right? 144? Am I losing, okay, see? Am I losing no, my... I just that's, that's, the, that's the end of my memory. 12 by 12 is 144. <laughs> Honestly, that's damn impressive. It takes me... I, I'm, I'm really good at like poker statistics so i can apply math in only one way and it's through cards like i can do that and then yeah, but outside- that's good that's statistics and probability that's like where math really kicks in right right but it like all theoretical shit like my my uh my brother-in-law my sister's husband who's now waiting for his first child to be born he uh he's like i think he has a phd in math and his job is to 3d map cities for automated vehicles so like he's so good at math, his understanding of it, it doesn't even really register for me. No, I, I just have to I, I I just have to assume that it makes sense and it makes so much, including what we're doing right now, tick. And I, I appreciate that it that it it is easy for some people. It was never easy for me. It was always Same. the toughest thing. But that that right there, what you just said, takes such takes a certain level of intelligence to be like, okay, I understand to hear, and there are people that just have that ability, right? So I'm going to leave it to them and just allow them to take care of that instead of being like one of these idiots that watches one vaccination video on YouTube and being like, I know more than these nurses and doctors. <laughs> this, this is 100% autism. I don't like nobody. They're, they're putting a goddamn chip into my bloodstream. What's happening here? <laughs> So basically, you mean like the president of the United States? Is that yeah, yeah, yeah? Well, I was just alluding, but yeah, sure. I love, I love how people that say vaccines are a population control issue when it's to actually like population control would to be to let this uh, this virus sweep the entire world and kill off a third of it. That would be population <laughs> control. Vaccines saving people that sounds like a population problem to me. I also want to point out the last the the last thing about what we've just been talking about is my ego does get in the way a little bit. So I do assume that all these people that are really good at numbers and like are saving the world like Bill Gates are autistic. And- yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I mean, that's fine. <laughs> you can you protect yourself however you want. You can be like, well, these, these fucking losers definitely never had sex. I chose to get good at sex and they, they wasted their time with math. <laughs> So, uh, Katie, so we're going to we try to get into I mean, you know, you have like a pretty nice setup there, Mike. But do you have any questions for Mike on what he thinks might be the difference between uh, being single uh, and quarantining and being with a family? 
Um, I well, I guess you kind of you kind of said that. Thank God you have your your son. Is what and with your in laws, they're just like your mates already. So you're pretty grand. Like you're yeah. pretty happy. You haven't yeah we're, walked we're, into the swimming pool yet. No, nothing. No, I haven't skylared it <laughs> from Breaking Bad. <laughs> I've just sashayed into the low end until I'm almost drowning. Uh, no, I mean it, it's been great. Of course, there's moments of like you know you're you're sharing space with people every single day, and you're frustrated with you know I'm frustrated with with everything. Everything that's going on is a frustration frustrating thing. So that can come out either subconsciously or in conscious communication. I'm trying my best to communicate my feelings in the moment as opposed to holding on to them and letting them kind of come out in a weird way over like a burnt bagel. You know, so have you, have, has this been has this been a challenge for your relationship or actually you, you're I mean, I know everything is a challenge in a way, but what I mean is like, has this been more difficult or actually has this been like a better time for your relationship? Um, it's, it has its moments of both. Like we, we've had challenging times where like, you know, we'll start bickering and we'll, we'll get rolling because we know so much about each other and so much of our lives have been like fun bickering and fun, you know, argumentative stuff. But like when real frustration seeps in, it could get ugly and it does. And the idea is like what we're getting good at. And this has been through both individual therapy and we have gone together uh, a handful of times years ago. Um, it's it's finding those moments and addressing them instantly as opposed to letting them build and kind of snowball. And that's really important right now. But do you even find like because your in-laws are there, are you both a bit more respectful, about less likely to throw that burnt bagel at each other? Does that help a little bit? <laughs> we're definitely not. Yeah, we're not throwing anything at each other, which is good. <laughs> we'll just kind of have like, and that's why I feel this way <laughs> you know through gritted teeth trying to like you know say how to how to communicate and this is what i mean but yeah i think i think we've both been more respectful of each other since it became a uh it, important to us since it became important to us to learn how to communicate and uh and not you know allow shit that has torn both of our family like other families apart to get into our relationship do you and, and do you yeah. have a good sorry do you have a good like example of a covid pandemic specific frustration that would rise I mean I don't want you to throw your wife under the bus or anything but you know is, oh, is no. there anything I mean, sort of like all of recent- them are like all of them are me like you know the a covid especially like so my wife her job relies on large groups congregating as well she's a floral designer so she does weddings she does large events she does these big, big art installations for you know of flowers for these things so the tension and stress is high because all of her events you know up until even September they're all like pushing to next year and you know some some are trying to jam in with like when she already has events scheduled and so it's like it's a really hectic time and I am such an ass because I have the you know like I said I can't get on stage every single night so I'm trying to pump out the content as much as possible to remain or elevate in relevance and that means I'm on my phone a substantial amount and that can get very fucking irritating for a per- for a different person. <laughs> has, she said it, has she said it to you? Has she been like, oh yeah. Back in, yeah, yeah. She she's just been like, I just don't understand why you're on the phone, and we'll get into arguments, and I'll try to communicate that I'm it's for work, and I, I just need a little time, and she's like, well, you lowball the amount of time that it takes, and then it spirals, and you know, so it just becomes. It becomes a thing where after after bickering, we're both just like, all right, let's settle down. What are we actually upset about? What are we actually frustrated with? What can I address? What can I actually change? And it's all like, it's all transparency. So if I need to post something, which is a reasonable thing to do for my job on social media, then I have to say, hey, I just need 30 minutes. Can you can you give me 30 minutes to, you know, work up a post, get it all uploaded to every single fucking social media known to man and uh, you know, after that, once I'm finished, I'll put away the phone. Then I won't, you know, my my compromise will be I don't have to respond to absolutely every single person that comments. You know, or yeah, or whatever. <laughs> And that's the thing because for most couples, they can look at it like, oh, this is a nice time to just spend together to un- to like separate yourself from the internet and stuff. But for us, because we're so worried about not staying relevant, right. I'm nearly, I'm actually more tired because I'm doing more, so <laughs> yeah. much social media, so much editing, so much tweeting that like by the end of the night, I'm like, Jesus, if I were with my family back in Ireland and I was still trying to do this, I wouldn't be spending any time with them. Yeah. So it's really I mean, it's more, it, it's more daytime work than I've put in in a long time you know what i mean because our hours are totally different when we're when our jobs are active when we're doing nightclubs at night and doing stand-up at night it's like we kind of start at like 
in the PM and then go until the early morning or, you know, and I'm watching my son during the day before that. But like my work, you know, would only start at a certain time. Now I'm like up and I'm starting to do everything. And I'm like plugging Patreon. I'm plugging a podcast. Yeah. I'm plugging a video. I'm doing all this shit. It's like, you know, it's exhausting and, and frustrating for me. So I can't imagine what it's like to just look at somebody doing it. Mike, you got to yeah. tell you, you got to tell your wife that uh, she needs to put on that TikTok where it's like when your husband's working and you're not working, and, uh-huh. you know, it's like, do a funny one. At least that'll give you some content. You get some content out of your frustrations. Right? Yeah. Or the wa- <laughs> wave the baby or the, the walk in naked. See how he reacts that. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Has she done that for you? But the, <laughs> no, I, I, I thank no. God. I'm thank God I'm not in a relationship because like I like, you know, that you have to tell your boyfriend in advance because my reaction would just be like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the funny thing. It's like, OK, well, either these people started dating an hour ago yeah. or, or they're not having sex. Yeah. Or they're, yeah, or they're lying because no guy sees a girl he's been dating for a while, drop her towel and go. <sighs> yeah. Like it just ne- it doesn't so happen. Dumb. You know, and it, there was- I'm, a, I'm a wildly attracted to my wife. And the first time I saw her naked was when she was 15. So like that, like I've been seeing her nude for a long time. I'm mildly desensitized, still wildly turned on. But no part of me when seeing her naked is like, oh. <laughs> yeah like i'm about to i'm about to finish Fortnite, and then suddenly i'm not gonna watch Fortnite because my my girlfriend walked in naked like not a chance yeah no why don't you just there- go put on my underwear and we'll pick up in 20 minutes <laughs> there was there was a good one though where the girl walked in and her boyfriend was playing i guess it was probably Fortnite or something and he just looked and he was like what do you want i'm in the middle of something and then he went back and i was like that is perfect yeah and she was exactly. like and then she just put when you've been dating a few years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's that's real life versus TikTok right there. Uh, that's great. Yeah. Well, I mean, Mike, do you have any questions for us? As because uh, well, actually, for the record, I'm I'm the only one here that's completely on their own. I have a uh, pit bull. Yeah. I have I'm a, a dog. I, I'm fostering. <laughs> I, I'm fostering a pit bull. Who, as it turns out, that 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 black spot right there is uh, is her behind me. Oh, no. she's on the even, couch. Even though I have a no couch rule, it's very hard to implement. And to be honest, I couldn't have her like constantly trying to get at me. So she just yeah, nestled yeah. in behind me. So uh, it's <laughs> it's so actually cute. the most peaceful thing. But if you hear the snoring, she is snoring behind me. But 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 I'm on my own, and Katie only has one other person. Have you any uh, any questions? Since you have a very busy quarantine. Well, yeah, I'm. I'm well, because I'm. I'm curious what it's like on a you know loneliness level. Where like, are you just are you just splashing your shower all day? Like, are you just masturbating nonstop? Because I have to like, I have to skirt around this house like a fucking ninja. It's it's insane. <laughs> well, Katie, do you want to take that first? I have an answer for that. But Katie, you want to go first? Well, I only I have one roommate, so I'm not lonely. We like we uh, have a system now, so we've like shared the living. She does a lot of voice uh, or Zoom calls, so mm. and then I kind of use it for Zoom shows at nighttime, and she uses it during the day. And then I cook lunch, and she cooks dinner, and we've kind of been like sharing whatever we. But it's actually turned out we do workout classes. We've been doing Pilates or whatever oh, that's nice. called. I'm in a lot of pain, <laughs> and we've been doing like dance stuff, and it's been great. We're like this domesticated couple. Did you guys know each other sex. before you moved in? She's my first uh, friend when I moved over, but I just moved o- moved in with her six months ago. But I oh, actually, nice. she's my first first friend I made like five and a half years ago. So we've known each other forever. That's cool. Because uh, this will so put like the, you know, this will shine a light on reality for a friendship. You know what I mean? It's like if you haven't if you haven't spent that much uninterrupted time with each other and you think you're good roommates and then all of a sudden you are sharing space 24 hours a day. I mean, you guys might as well be a domestic partnership. Oh, we we are great. She goes to me the other day. She goes, "I'm sorry, I've been a bit snappy," and I had no realize. I didn't realize she was being. I was like, "Oh, I just thought you were, you know, sometimes because she's like Latin, she like shouts when she talks." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "I just thought you were." <laughs> and she was like, "Oh, okay," but she had a choice to go to DC with her family, and she decided to stay. I don't think she wanted to leave me alone, so that was kind. She can get more work done, but there was that element, so it just shows like how close we are. So that was really nice. Katie, that is very. She nice. was probably she was probably saying that, hoping that you would then be like, "Yeah, I'm sorry." I've been this other thing, but you didn't. 
<laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry, I keep eating all your food. <laughs> but on a, on a rom- on a romantic level, Katie, like where the, how are you feeling on that? You know, because I, you know, you date, you go out and about, and you're a social I know, butterfly. I date so much. I know. Um, actually, actually, the social thing has been fine because I really needed a break because uh, I bartend during the day and then do shows at night, obviously. But yeah. Uh, so it's been nice just kind of like unwinding and I, my fucking family, my cousins, everybody's calling me every five minutes. So I'm actually socially exhausted by the end of the day. Right. <laughs> everybody's FaceTiming me. Um, but I've been virtually dating. So I like my plan is to get a boyfriend after this quarantine. So I've been like, a, I've been a little fuck boy on these apps. I'm like talk, nice. I'm talking to so many people. I have to go back and be like, who did I say what to? But I narrowed it down to two people because I was like, I can't deal with talking <laughs> to all these people. So now it's just two that I'm like virtually dating. Katie, I, can, I just, can I just point out, it's interesting that you you gendered your, uh, you gendered your, uh, your mm-hmm. openness sexually to a fuck boy scenario. <laughs> yeah i've just never heard of a fuck girl i asked my it's roommate, called a slut was, the, the yeah. slut is the term <laughs> I, th- I think so but i'm not having sex so i'm just the like dawn of time <laughs> <laughs> i'm a little virtual slut <laughs> and then i guess the ma- i've been i had to stop masturbating this is a, a bit overshare but like because <laughs> i was masturbating so much i got like red spots here and like a red what? here so i think what? i was like my head was exploding <laughs> you're allergic That's to you, you you had an allergic reaction to masturbating no, you know when it's so intense, and I was like, "Oh, I think I'm doing it too much. I need a couple of days." <laughs> I don't think the red spots were related to your masturbation, Katie. No, it was because that's happened twice now, and I have like a little scar here, but it gets really red if I like orgasm really hard. That's hilarious. Like, that's like it, that's the most Irish thing I could think of. Is like it's, it's just you breaking out in spots from sinning. <laughs> I know. I know that I've been masturbating so much because it's the first time that my. Uh, a vibrator has had to be charged, so <laughs> <laughs> I never had to charge your poor, myself. overworked vibrator. Yeah, I was like looking for the charger, like, oh no, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. You can't lose that charger, Katie, in the middle of a pandemic. I'd be fucked. Yeah, what's absolutely. the input? What's the input other than your vagina? What's the input for the charger? <laughs> it's just like a regular USB plug. So it's got, I found it. It's a little magnet. Oh, it's so cute. I love my vibrator. <laughs> and what great. about you, Des? Des well, you my, this is really strange. It's weird because I was talking to my cousin. Which My cousin is kind of like my sister, but we have, a great, we have a great relationship. And she asked me the same. She weirdly enough asked me the same thing. Was I like fucking tugging the plum off myself? And... Uh, I'm not going to lie. I've been here since March 18th, and I've masturbated twice. No kidding. And I don't know why. I, it's, not like, it's not like I made a decision like I'm going to cut down on the wanking. Uh, I just, I don't know. Is it because I got the dog or I'm busy? or I don't know what the fuck it is. But I, I haven't even, it, I, it just doesn't even come up in my brain, which I've just, I, I'd, I'd love to know what it is about a pandemic that lowers my sex drive. But I just, I, I you just might- have no... You, this dog might actually just have fulfilled you. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, don't make I just fucking now I woke up the fucking dog. God damn it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I don't think it it might be unrelated to the dog because I had the, I was here for a week and a half before I even got the dog and I still hadn't masturbated. Yeah, I just I it's a very strange scenario, but I mean I here's the, here's been, here's the thing I know. You better cover your eyes the first time you go because No, no, no. I've gone twice and they've been quite as is always the case when you're 44, yeah. I would consider them to be substantial sort of dollops rather than any great explosion. <laughs> you know, like, 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 as I, I, I can't remember who described, but you know, more like a sort of like a, like a baby spitting up rather right. than any sort of projectile, you know, kind of like, 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 a, yeah. <laughs> but they, but they, they, they've been substantial and the, as you will know, Mike, the 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 after effects, you know, that sort of the unwanted visitor five minutes later. Oh yeah, uh, it was more. It's more like a ten minute unwanted sort of like, oh, not done yet, still a little, still a little <laughs> leaky. <laughs> Katie's just horrified. What I'm like, you, I have no idea. <laughs> what, it, what, Mike? I've actually never. It's funny. This is one of these weird things where men probably don't talk enough. Mike, what 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 are you? What's your sort of method? Because I always feel like once you've pissed, you, the, the, that, that sort of extra leakage doesn't come anymore. What is yeah. your preferred method for, for dealing with that? What is your, I've, I've never actually asked a man this. Like, what do you mean? Like for the post, uh, trying to stave down the erection post? No, I mean like, so say you've had a wank because, you know, you're sure. married now. But like say you've had a wank and uh, you've cleaned it up 
but you know that probably for the next five minutes, there's going to be one or two little sort of like yeah, spits. Yeah. Do you yeah. just put your underwear back on or do you put a bit of tissue down there? I'm just curious. <laughs> tissue blocker. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I put have you a- ever used the tissue blocker? I, I have used the tissue blocker in my life, just for the record. <laughs> I, I think I have. I think I've put a piece of gauze down there, almost like I was protecting a broken nose. <laughs> but usually I go straight underwear, which sucks because then there's that moment where like you forget and you peel it right off and you're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> then you can't. Then you can't wear jeans for a month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The 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 sort of slightly adhesive. Se- yeah. The, the, the slightly adhesive. Yeah. Sorry, Katie. This is all a bit. <laughs> no, it's come, great. I'm learning. Now I'll know with my future husband when he has a little. With a little wet patch, I'll be like, "Ooh, that's your postcom." Yeah, if you see, if you see him just gingerly walking down the hallway, you know what, what he just did. Oh, I, I could tell you right now. I've definitely over the years of my life, I've had moments where I like walking down the street, and like you'd be so you forget yourself sometimes. I'll literally like put my hands down my pants just to sort of get you know you know the way that you try to get that one final wipe so that it doesn't oh, get yeah. into your underwear. I, I've definitely done that, and then like, holy shit, I'm in the fucking street here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, I did that before lockdown. Is like I just forgot because I was in. I was in the mode of like getting all this stuff done before we were going to come upstate and I was doing laundry and I think I had like, you know, I had just spilled in the shower. So I, I got dressed and I wore like, you know, gray sweatpants. I don't even think I put on underwear and I just walked around and I realized I'm like, oh, my my dick looks like like a mini clit in my gray sweatpants and it's just rubbed against the front and you can like see everything. It's a like I was like, I am super powerless right now. I feel brutal. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i i one time I, I think this is pretty recently too i was wearing like thin sweatpants after doing the deed and i wasn't wearing underwear it was kind of just like casual same scenario as you like in my apartment in the city and i, I went out and i looked down and there was like a fucking spot mm-hmm. <laughs> i was like jesus christ man you're getting too you're getting too relaxed you can't be fucking spotting you can't be spotting on the street i know Jeez. Dude, that's the problem, I think, with being a comedian is I say and do things that seem normal because of who we surround ourselves by and and the Mm -hmm. topics of conversation that we feel comfortable talking about. And then you go into the regular world and people are like, oh, no, that's not cool at all. (laughs) That's so true. Yeah, I'm just not. My my wife's coworkers aren't, you know, aren't (laughs) cool with this conversation. Yeah, anytime I meet up with my non-comedian best friend here, uh, when I say stuff, like we'll be on the subway and she's just constantly being like, shh, Katie, shh. <laughs> Katie, <laughs> oh, that's do, not allowed. Katie, do you have any other questions on that very topic we were just, just discussing since it's very male? And actually, I have to say, I haven't spoken publicly. That, that was like a fun indulgence for me. But any questions that popped up in your mind before we leave that subject matter? No, I just had no idea that you post come a little later. Yeah, the yeah, others. I know, so... That's so that's mad. I didn't no one ever told me that that there's like a little So wait, if you're lying in bed naked after having sex and you have cape, then a little while later another little come on come. It's just it's not even like so it's not even an action though. It's just kind of a seepage. <laughs> like yeah, seepage. It, it, there Mike, yeah. thank you. That was the term I was looking for. The seepage. <laughs> it's the least sexual term of all time. It's like yeah, it's, Hey it's babe, like, I'm seeping. Yeah, it's like the miracle of life, but seeping. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's great that's great <laughs> oh, that's great wow i learned so much <laughs> next guy i have sex with i'm gonna be like like five minutes later i'm gonna be like are you sleeping yeah <laughs> mike and then do you do the uh do you do the grab it from the base and, and pull it up just to get just to kind of you know just to clean out the valve yeah, yeah, you gotta you gotta shake it out best you can. It's almost it's it's like un unkinking a hose. You have to figure out figure out the best way to clear everything. <laughs> yeah, I always do. I try to get, and you get it. You can see it. It's like the it's like the end of a bottle of toothpaste. You know, yes. you just have to. I wish there just, was a way. Like it's almost like it's almost like plugging one nostril to shoot it out the other. I wish there was a way I could like cover my ass and shoot the rest out of my dick or something. <laughs> Like those nasal sprays. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so when you stick your finger up your ass and you sneeze, you clear your dick. 
I think we're onto something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but don't forget, you have to cover your nose too. You have to do one of those sneezes <laughs> where you don't actually. So all the pressure. The only the only exit point can be your dick. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's like jumping Just into stuffing the... every hole. <laughs> <laughs> it's like jumping into the deep end as a chi- as a kid. <laughs> Wait, so then if you're like, you know, if you have sex with a girl and afterwards she's just like has her hand on your dick, like she's just playing with it, would you be like, oh, no, I hope I don't seep on her? No, I mean, I don't care. It's a that's a okay. that's a work hazard for her. But <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> it's also like afterwards, you know, it's it's a hackneyed expression. But like, yeah, if you're just playing around afterwards, you're going to be sorely disappointed from like, you know, what oh, it once it- was to now what it is. But it feels nice in my hand. So, you know, if I'm lying there with a guy, I usually always put my hand on his dick because it feels so soft. It's like a what, dick like stress right, ball. Right, right after he came? <laughs> like when we're just lying in bed, like usually sometimes, I don't know why, but my hand will just like slip down to his balls or his dick and I'm just like resting it there sometimes. It's just like yeah, feels but nice. I would also imagine, warm. I would imagine if it was it, during seepage time, seepage time is very much immediate post-coital time yeah, yeah. i would imagine that he's probably told you that it's not the optimum time to be playing with my dick right <laughs> yeah that now. Like, hasn't happened not... yet so that's... yeah 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 i mean it, i don't think it happens that often only because it's actually quite it's it's ultra ultra sensitive in the post coming yeah. time and and also it's like barely considered a dick at that point it is a structureless mound of skin it's lovely it's so soft after being inside you it's like moisturized <laughs> 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 and well, then anyway. you can play with it without the thing of get them getting turned on you know i can really like admire that, it that, that's what <laughs> you like that's penises. what you think <laughs> <laughs> i've never had my dick examined and not f- kind of thought like well while we're examining it we might as well be using it actually you know? that's true because the last guy then we did end up having sex like five times that night yeah. so maybe i should have just stopped grabbing his dick afterwards. <laughs> oh dude that's that's all of that's all of like high school. Like my wife and I dated in high school and we were each other's first everything. So there would be literally nights spent where we are just like, let's see what this thing is. <laughs> and we just in, in a non-sexual way, straight up, like put a miner's cap on and just like, <laughs> and, you know, see what's yeah. cooking. But actually, while we're, while we're on the subject, that's good advice for women. I think we may have mentioned this before, but there are definitely some women out there that don't realize that you got to kind of go for the dick a bit more. Like sometimes, sometimes I think some women just assume that it's going to be, you know, up and ready to go, you know, just because you're a beautiful woman. Sometimes you got to, you got to get at the dick, you know, don't be afraid to get at it. Plus it all, it immediately raises the confidence of the dude thinking that you're super into it. So if you're just like, if you're bum rushing and you're getting started that like that switches something in my competitive brain where it's like, all right, I'm bringing out every intangible skill set, every move, everything that I've ever learned. That's what, you know, but then if you, sometimes if you get off to a slow start and it seems like almost, you know, routine, that's when you just like, you mail it in. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I agree with you. Cause it's the same way. It really disappoints me when guys like try to go straight to sex and they're not like going down there or they're not like messing about with your vagina. So yeah, right. same yeah. thing. Yeah. Messing we, about we, we, with your vagina. <laughs> if they don't notice I have a mole beside my clit, I am disappointed. Uh-huh. <laughs> you have a mole, you have a mole beside your clit. Yeah, but I have to get rid of it. I have like cream for the past year that's meant to burn it off, but I've been so afraid I haven't done it yet, which is really bad. I really need to do it so yeah, I don't. You wouldn't want to. You wouldn't want to burn off your clit. <laughs> no. I know. I'm like, well, will I just sleep with my legs wide open. I'm like so confused. You know what you could do though? You could go to a uh, uh, dermatologist, and they'll do it for you in an afternoon. Well, yeah. Well, I went. I actually have to get other molds removed. I'm just a fucking so Irish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Me too. And they had they had to postpone it because of the pandemic. But I when I did say it to her, she was like, oh, if your gynecologist is looking after it, it's fine. But I'm like, maybe because apparently it's a very sensitive area and, it, and it'll hurt for a really, really long time. Yeah, yeah. You, so it's better. But I'm like, I don't know. We'll see when in a month I might be like, ah, just fucking I'm not doing anything now anyway. I'm so instead of a pandemic, it's a clamdemic. Yeah. Wow, my. <laughs> that was fun. I wish the camera hadn't gone off you for the, the, satisfaction, <laughs> the satisfaction that you had. You literally raised your hands. <laughs> yeah, I put my fist to the sky and <laughs> in triumph. Well, anyway, Mike, I mean, listen, you've you've really brought a lot more joy than I, than I could have ever expected in this conversation. I mean, we'll let oh. you get back to your uh, we'll let you get back to your cocooning. 
I appreciate it, man. Yeah, I got a got a son to raise and some other podcasts to do. But that's, that's my entire yeah. life. It's you have a bunch podcast. of podcasts right now, right? I do. Well, I have Irish Goodbye podcast. That's Mike Feeney and I. It is. Uh, oh yeah, Irish. So it's a uh, it's a like a storytelling podcast where we tell a lot of hard drinking stories, comedy stories, fights, all that stuff. Um, that is for free up on iTunes or whatever, and uh, wherever you get podcasts. And then we just started a Patreon podcast. Mike Feeney, myself, and Brendan. And Sagalo, and uh, it's called What's the Scenario? And it's kind of like a comedy obstacle course. It's complete escapism. There is no corona talk or like social issues or political stuff. It's straight up fun where we present each other with hypotheticals, scenarios, what if situations, and just kind of riff and go crazy off of that. But it's super fun. It's uh, patreon.com slash scenario pod if you're interested. And you also put your special up on YouTube, right? It is. Yeah, yeah. I got I got two free hours on uh, on my YouTube, one of which was shot as a special called Life Begins. That's my most recent one. And then uh, for my first album, I have a single shot, uh, you know, full hour of material. I think it just kicked in. I came out as just an audio album. But now I just put the visual up on YouTube for free for anybody that's interested. So I have a ton of content, YouTube, Mike Cannon Comedy. Yeah, or your Instagram, you're always putting up funny videos and you had a few recently with your child. So this is so weird because you were here with us like nearly a year ago about to have a baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, was it like last June, I think? It's it's crazy. It's been the best. It's been, you know, stressful. But each each few weeks, I feel like I'm getting my footing and then losing it again and then regret, you know, regaining. It's 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 been an awesome learning experience. And uh, it's it's fantastic. I would recommend it to anybody who's who's considering it. I'm gonna have a baby. Do it, Mike. Do what's it. Your, cool. Mike, remind uh, remind us all of your Instagram one more time. So it's at I am Mike Cannon. That's all social media across the board. Great. Well, thank you so much, man. Yes, you sir. Can, you can, you can hang thank up you, and leave the meeting. Myself and Katie are going to continue to use the Zoom video. All right. Thank Enjoy you so yourself. much. You're the best. Thank you. you See you, Mike. Like. Thanks, man. All right. Well, there you go. That was uh, that was Mike Cannon, Katie. I mean, that, that, that was couldn't have gone better. Oh, no, that was great. And just for anyone who saw me there, it looked like I yawned, but I wasn't. I was stretching my ear. I woke up with an earache this morning. So, of course, I was Googling. Am I like, gonna... yeah, but yeah. So my ear the whole time, I didn't want to make that face, but my ear was like uh, crunching up. So there we go. Oh, <laughs> but he was fantastic. Was he great. Was well done, Katie, because that was your uh, I wouldn't have really thought of, of getting somebody in. Yeah, I get stressed out with the three way, but he was very he was very good. at. I think in comedy terms. The three-way is good. It's just when we did the, the, the three-way with Sophie before, when you're trying to talk about like informational stuff, it can be actually it can be a lot. But uh, it was great there. Yeah, and I had seen that he's doing a three-way podcast like this. So I was like, oh, he must have all the equipment. And then all the, the posts he's putting up with the baby right now is so funny. So I was like, okay, he probably has a good... He was like doing this thing where he's pretending to be like, kind of like when you did the, the posh D, D4 accent. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah, he was doing that, but like in the American version with his kid walking around pretending to be like one of these like rich dads slash sounded like a mom. So, oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So that was great. So that's uh, Mike Cannon. Everybody check him out and check out his special. And, you know, because he, he's Irish American, I feel like he kind of gets it. You know, he gets us. He gets, he, he, I think he's good for our podcast, you know. But even his relationship, they've known each other since they were 10. He knows the parents. That That's like so like when you meet someone who just screw up down the road from you. That's like very, that feels very Irish. That doesn't feel New York at all. And I love the way he got into like the fact that, you know, he got into like how they work things out straight away. He didn't even get, he didn't even like really discuss the problems. It was just like, yeah, we communicate. Sorry, the dog is, the dog is getting restless. Oh. So anyway, Katie, uh, I mean, that's it for today. That was, um, that was fantastic. So. Um, as we said at the beginning, uh, don't forget that the videos are going to be going up on the Patreon. So now if you want to watch, uh, if you want to watch videos of the podcast, the video version of these episodes will be up on the Patreon. All the money from the Patreon goes to keep Katie alive. Stop Katie from starving folks. So, uh, if you, if you care about the podcast and you, and you care, uh, and you, and you've enjoyed it over the last year, which has all been completely free, please, uh, subscribe to the Patreon and you will be able to, uh, Watch these uh, full episodes uh, on the Patreon. Katie, what is the Patreon? Um, it's just the Shift Podcast. Um, the Shift Podcast. Yeah, the, I did and like read the thing before because there's some weird thing where if you sign up like March 29th and you say oh, I'm going to do ten dollars a month, you will still get charged 
April 1st, $10. So, you know, just you can just wait till April 1st. I don't want people getting double charged. Like, yeah, I mean... You, should. So I just, you know me though. I wrote that. I'm like, I wrote it was such a detailed thing. Like, and also, and thank you so much. Yeah, and if you, you don't have money, you shouldn't have done that. Fine. You shouldn't have done that. You know. I know, but someone else also donated like a lot of money, and then I was like, I hope they know that it's like a monthly thing. So I was like, I'll just like private message them before the end of the month and be like, <laughs> you know, because you just don't know if people understand it. I don't want to like. T- anyway, it's fun. I'm glad that we're putting just up just the don't though. don't don't micromanage it, Katie. It's a Patreon. People are subscribing to Patreons all the time. That it's one subscription tier, right? It's just it, there's no tier. I did it because no tier. You just uh, decide what you want to put in. Um, I I had it as a tier, but then they charge us me less if I do no tiers. So it's just you choose what you want. So then people were just like five, ten. Oh, okay, someone cool. Put, yeah, and so then, it's kind of like up to yourself. But sorry, I I, I sort of. I jumped the gun there uh, because we're going to do the intro after. Just admit to our listeners, but um, just just to clarify, you will be able to just put up the. You will be able to put the videos into the Patreon. Isn't that correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I guess if I have to, um, I just will add a t. I will add the extra if I, if I have to. But yeah, I th- yeah, I'd email. No, no, there's no tier. Then. It's no separate tier. But it's just like okay, if you're great, a subscriber yeah. to the Patreon, then you get access to the videos, right? Because you have to. Yeah. You have to be in. The, you have to be a subscriber to get into the Patreon. Isn't that right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Have to be. Yeah, a yeah, subscriber. yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, that's great. So do that, everybody. And uh, follow me at Des Bishop uh, on Instagram, where there's a lot of stuff going on. Katie? Uh, at Katie Boyle Comic on all TikTok, <laughs> Instagram, uh, Twitter, all of that. Um, there was something else I was going to say, and I can't remember now. Oh, well, anyway, that's well, it. Well, have a, have a think. I mean, was it was it perhaps about the... Oh, I I had put like I put my Venmo. Irish people can't do this because it's it's Revolut. But I just put it like as a kind of as a joke on my bio. Like if you're rich and you want a Venmo per comedian, but then like a couple of people did. They were like, "Here's five dollars for that joke." I was like, "Oh, thanks." (laughs) So there you go. And then I started telling comedians, and they all started putting their Venmo in their bio. And I was like, "Because remember, you were like, you Katie, you're still providing a service." I was like, "Well, Des says we're providing a service." (laughs) Well, no, I mean it's true. It's not like you're. I mean, you know, essentially. Actually, uh, you know, everybody's putting out a ton of free content. Uh, and so, but it's, it's not like, it's not inappropriate to be like, hey, help me, support me a bit for all this, all this content. And I mean, at the end of it's the day, like right. the majority of stuff is free. It's not like you're, it's not like you're, you're being, you know, miserly. It's like now we've created the videos on, on Patreon as just a little thing and people like it, you know, people feel invested in it and, and, it, and it's all good. And like, you know, you just, you don't have to, but if you feel like supporting it, it it's great, you know? Yeah. Thank you so much. We got a great um, email from a, uh, a person who listens to the podcast who subscribed, but it was really nice. They just wrote being like, oh, I love you guys so much and so happy to su- subscribe. It's really getting me through these times. And I was like, you know, you're really crying then reading those. Like, oh, thank you. <laughs> all right. Well, um, well, let's go because uh, we still have to do an intro. So I don't want to okay. use I don't want to use too much in our outro. Oh right. So we're gonna go we're gonna go back in time now because we're gonna we're gonna talk about all that again. But for for those that are still in our real time of the end of the podcast, uh, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week at our usual time. Uh, send us all the feedback. Don't forget five stars on iTunes. Leave reviews. And uh, take screenshots if you listen on Spotify or anywhere else. And uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Follow me on Instagram. And if you think I'm annoying, just mute me. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.